And again, all morning long, we're talking about stress management. For more information on this topic, more information on our guests, more information on the show, reach out to us on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Follow us there as well. My next guest is here this morning to talk about work-related stress. In the studio, we're joined by Kathleen Snyder. She is Director of Human Resources and Development at Strategic HR Business Advisors. It's our pleasure to welcome Kathleen back to the show. Good morning, Kathleen. How are you? Hi, I'm, I'm well. Thank you, and thanks for having me back. Okay, so we had you on like maybe 10, 12 years oh, ago. Geez. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's been, been a, a while. Okay. So this morning, you're here this morning to talk about work-related stress. And we want to start off because you say that burnout has a lot to do with stress in the workplace. How so? Burnout can present itself in a number of different ways. Maybe the work you used to love it's just, you're just not motivated by it anymore, or you find yourself procrastinating, or what you really used to enjoy becomes more of a chore. That's how we start to see where where work-related stress is kind of kicking in. Um, you know, we know that a lot of organizations are, have sometimes they've scaled back people. Sometimes it's because of a reduction and they've laid people off or, or they haven't replaced people. As much as anything, we're finding it's because they can't find the right people and they can't find enough help. So people's roles have expanded and they're being ex- um, employees are being expected to take on more work and more responsibilities and things. And all of that adds up. And we've been in that state for probably the last honestly, since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, So since 2020 and in varying levels of it, and it's just, it takes its toll on people. Okay. And so how do we relieve that portion, the burnout portion? What do you tell clients there? What do you tell our listeners here? One of the first things, and sometimes one of the hardest things is recognize it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we get into, and I'm guilty of this myself, you may be as well, Rodney, we get into power through mode. I just need to get it done. I just need to get this done and then move on to the next and move on to the next and move on to the next. And sometimes we don't often recognize the toll that it's taking on us. So that's one of the first things is to recognize that, okay, I'm, my stress level is high. I need to just be cognizant of that. Um, And, you know, and then look for ways of how can I mitigate that? Um, that can be asking for help. We as we as humans, and especially you know, as good employees, we're not good at asking for help. We think we have to do it all. Mm-hmm. Well, they asked me to do this because this is my area of expertise. This is my specialty. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to have those conversations um, with your your team, your your management, whoever that might be. Um, you know, because employers recognize, most employers recognize we're asking a lot of our employees. So good employers recognize, I need to just be aware that I'm not burning, you know, am I burning my employees out? So that's a big part of things right there is just asking for help. Sometimes it's a matter of take a little bit of a step back and what is actually stressing me out? What Mm -hmm. part of the job, what part of the day, whether it's work related, whether it's even just the morning, getting your morning routine going and things, what part of that is stressing you out? Is it something as simple as time? Um, is it something as simple as things I have to do in the morning? Little things like that. I found myself in a similar situation and I literally kind of went step by step by step. My morning routine, what happens when I literally starting getting out of bed? 
And then going from there, what happens? What's my commute like? What happens when I get to work? If I'm going to work or if I, my commute is to, you know, around the corner in the home office. But what are those looking to identify that? What are those things that are stressing me out? And and then, OK, what is there some way I can change that? Is there something I can do differently? If I'm stressed for time in the morning and I have to iron what I need to wear to work or something, can I do that the night before? Is there something else I can do to mitigate that? A lot of times the things that stress us out aren't necessarily big, giant issues. Mm -hmm. It's just the day and life in general can be a lot of what stresses us out. Okay. And again, all morning long, we're talking about stress management. Right now, we're talking about work-related stress. We're speaking to Kathleen Snyder. She's Director of Human Resources and Development at Strategic HR Business Advisors. For more information on stress, work-related stress, or anything that we talk about this morning, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram at Rodney Lear on air. Twitter at Rodney Lear on air as well. Now, we talked about two things. Recognize the signs of burnout. We talked about that. And then you say, identify what stresses you out. We talked about that. And then your next thing, you say, ask for and accept help. Yes. Tell me about that. That can be one of the hardest things because we all feel like we need to be superheroes, Mm -hmm. whether it's our home life that is, you know, getting our kids where we need to go or making sure our spouse has everything that we need. It's hard to separate work and home. And especially where so many of us are working at home, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bleed there. There's a lot of, so, you know, asking for help with something, asking your kids to maybe do a little bit more or your spouse to maybe do a little bit more, or can we do something differently? Asking for help at work. So it's not necessarily on the job, you can ask for help outside. That's Absolutely. that's a good point. That is that makes a lot of sense. Okay, but when you get to the job, ask for help there as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's somebody else that I know at our organization at Strategic HR. We are very good about what's your workload. Do you have room to help anybody else? Mm-hmm. Um, and and just working with your manager, your supervisor, your leader, and talking about what the level of workload is, trying to clarify priorities. And if there's things that I'm not getting to, or there's things that are lower priority, but still need done. Okay. Is there anybody else available that I might be able to pull in? Is there anybody else? Can I offload things to anybody? Um, You know, we've made that offload. I love that term. (laughs) (laughs) Embrace that term, Rodney. Okay. We've, we've made that a priority, especially at our organization at strategic HR, because if my workload is too much, Am I going to be able to give it my best? Is it is the my deliverable, whatever I'm trying to accomplish with that task or that project or whatever, is it going to be as good as it needs to be or as good as it can be? If I'm overworked, if I'm overloaded, if I'm stressed out about it. Um, so there's there's merit to considering those kind of things. And as an employer, we absolutely recommend keeping those lines of communication open and as managers and leaders, paying attention to your employees. Um, you know, paying attention. Wow. Susan's just, Susan's looking like she's about at the end of her rope and those kind of things. And at least having the conversation and recognizing it, honestly, as a manager, or if you're a manager or a leader, recognizing that with your employees goes so far because very often employees feel like just pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. And nobody's paying attention to how much work I have, how this is affecting employees, all of those kind of things. So even just as a manager or a leader, recognizing that, recognizing that employee might be stressed, 
that that in and of itself can can help the employee that at least somebody's paying attention. Now you say another point. You say learn to say no and be intentional about how you use your time. Let's talk very briefly about that. We are given work. We may be afraid to say no, um, if, especially if our boss is asking us to do that or something like that. Um, there's ways to say no without actually saying no. My boss asked me to do something. I'm no, I'm not going to do it. That's not going to go over too well. Here's the priorities I have. Where does that fit in? Um, what's the deadline on that? Um, being able to clarify those kind of things can help you manage that workload better and get insights from your from others as far as what's the best way to do that. So there's ways to say no without actually flat out saying no. Um, here's what I have. Help me where that should fit into my priorities. Okay. Then you say set a goal. Yep. Set a goal for yourself, whether it's a personal goal or a professional goal. Maybe you want to do some training. Maybe you want to do some professional development. Set a goal. And I like to do one thing every day towards that goal. Is it, you know, if it's a professional goal, is it read an article? Is it listen to a podcast maybe when I'm driving? Um, If it's a personal goal, I have a friend of mine who set a goal to take a vacation. Um, So do one thing every day. Maybe it's do a little research on where she wants to go. Um, Maybe it's even forego that $5 coffee so I can put the money I might spend on that towards the vacation. It's looking at little things like that, but feeling like you're accomplishing something towards that goal every single day. All right. You also say set boundaries. Um, What do you mean when you say set boundaries in terms of relieving work-related stress? It's very simple, and especially where so many people are working from home, it's very easy for your work to bleed over into your outside time, whether it's family time, whether it's maybe it's your workout, maybe you're playing tennis, maybe you go for a run or something. It's very easy when we get busy the work bleeds over and we go, oh, well, I guess I can run tomorrow night or I guess no, I'm going to cancel this. I'm going to cancel my tennis tonight or yoga or whatever. It, that's very easy to do. So I strongly encourage people to set boundaries and hold those boundaries. Maybe it's we will have family dinner every night. Um, you know, when, every, when everybody's here, we will be having family dinner. Does, is that from six to seven? Those are my boundaries. Um, for me personally, I play tennis on Wednesday nights. Um, that's my boundary. I need to be done to be able to get to the tennis court at six o'clock because I, I play in a clinic that we do. But finding something that's important to you and oftentimes something that's, that's for you, not necessarily, a, yeah, you can set boundaries, workload and stuff, but I always encourage people to set personal boundaries. All right. Lastly, you say establish your support system in terms of relieving work-related stress. How so and how does that work? For some, that can be, is it a mentor? Um, Is it a colleague that you can just kind of go to to maybe get insights and things? Having somebody you can just go vent. We all need to vent now and then. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe it's somebody, you know, work-related colleague. Maybe it's somebody outside of work that, just has a whole different perspective that you can just kind of bounce things off of and bounce ideas off of. I will always say, choose those people carefully because you don't want to just feel like, you know, all you do is offload their stress. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got to go, it's got to be reciprocated too. Um, But that support system of maybe there's a a couple go-to people when you need a little extra help, maybe that workload and there's a couple go-to people that I know I've got somebody on my team that I can say, hey, do you have any extra time this week that I could maybe bump a couple things over to you? And and it's okay for her to say no. 
um, because we've we've established that kind of relationship. So, you know, I'm I'm always a big fan of establish a support system through work, but also establish supports a support system outside of work. All right. And Kathleen, if our listeners would like to find out more about what you guys do as strategic HR business advisors, how can they find out more? You can go to strategichrinc.com um, and we've got all sorts of um, information and resources on our website. All right. Thank you. Offloading. I will be using that term and trying to apply <laughs> that to my it, life. <laughs> I am embracing it. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Thank you.